Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where this week we're still talking about La La Land because it's amazing. And this week we have an extra special guest, Josh Taylor. How's it going, Josh? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on your show, Gabe. I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, volunteering your your voice for this. This is going to be this is gonna be good. Hey, man. Once I heard that and you didn't like the ending of La La Land, I knew I had to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, guys, Josh told me before this that um, he listened to my our earlier podcast. Lana and I did a, a podcast episode before just breaking down La La Land for like over an hour. And uh, he went ahead and listened to that. Part of the episode was Lana and I sort of disagreeing on the ending. So... Uh, Josh has already kind of heard some of my arguments, so um, this is this is gonna be good. <laughs> is this gonna be just like full spoilers from the very yes, beginning? Yes. Okay. Everybody, spoilers. If you haven't seen La La Land by now, I'm sorry. Go to your dollar theater right now and come back. Um, <laughs> it comes out at the beginning of May, I think, on on the old uh, Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could wait that long, but please don't. Um, please go see it. It's gonna win Best Picture. Take that to the bank. Uh, do you, di- <laughs> like, do you disagree? The most, the most sure thing of all time. Oh yeah, dude! It's it got like fourteen <laughs> nominations. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> the, the fact that it tied the high score for that just makes me mad because now we're gonna have to wait so long for somebody to break it. Mm. Um, oh, and I had I completely skipped over this, but I had <laughs> I had planned to like actually give you an introduction. Basically, guys, if you don't know who Josh is, um, I'm sorry, I've been a terrible friend, but um, <laughs> he's the writer and co-creator behind uh, Blimey Cow, and that's not even the fa- my favorite thing that he does. The <laughs> the inner tube is actually. Oh. In my in my opinion, the best thing that, that you wow. guys do. Wow, so. thanks, Gabe. Yeah. What a nice guy. You're welcome. You guys should check those out if you haven't. And really, if you if you don't know what Blimey Cow is and you're listening to this podcast, please message me because I don't I don't know where that demographic <laughs> is at all. Um, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I think I have like one person in Australia that has listened once, and one person oh, wow. in that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and one person in uh, the UK, which I think is... Is it Becky? Anyway, shall we get into it? Let's do it, man. It's time. Yes. What did you think of La La Land overall? Uh, Because I know that uh, everybody will love a movie, and then you'll be like, yeah, it was okay. Or (laughs) other people will be like, it's amazing. Or that sucks, and you'll be like, no, it wasn't that bad. Uh, no, I, I, I agreed with, yeah, I agreed with the overall, uh, consensus that it was a really good movie. I thought it was great. I thought the cinematography was awesome. I liked the music. I saw a lot of people saying like the music was the weak part of the movie, but I didn't <laughs> think that was true. I, I thought it, I thought that was, it was really good. Uh, That's my incredible. wife and I enjoy the soundtrack a lot. Um, performances mm-hmm. were good. Uh, overall it's just, it. I'm just really attracted to like a, a, a well-told story and like a, a when you can tell that like it was one the movie or a story was like one person's vision and this right. was clearly uh, the, the vision I, I don't know the name of the director off the top of my head Damien Chazelle Oscar list I know I know he got yeah whatever you just said <laughs> what is his yeah. name Damien Chazelle 
Damien Giselle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, this clearly was like his vision from beginning to end. Uh, it's a it's a very uh, succinct movie, very concise. Uh, it foreshadows a lot of things very well. Um, uh, Le- uh, uh, Lena, is that her name? Lana. Uh, or, t- Lana. You made- <laughs> yeah. Lana. Lana. L- uh-huh. Lana. 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 Jeez. You, thanks, Lana. Josh. Now, whatever, now, whatever your friend's now name my is. friend, and I've, t- and I've said her name wrong on my podcast. Thank you very whatever much. Whatever her name is. Your <laughs> uh, she, she made some good observations about the colors used in the movie and how the Yeah, that blew my things. mind. Blue yeah, no, that's completely. that's great. That's stuff I do not ever pick up on. I'm sure, like, I mean, obviously, you're not supposed to pick up on that stuff. It's supposed to be subconscious. So uh, mm. I'm just always, I get really pumped when I hear stuff like that. Uh, so, anyways, I thought that was really cool that she mentioned that. Uh, but there's other stuff too. It's just, it's just, it's a very well told story uh, from beginning to yes, Gabe, very <laughs> end. Uh, it's just, it's very good. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's, I don't really go to the movies, uh, to see a movie, uh, more than once, but I, I went and saw La La Land a second time. I really enjoyed it. You know, I haven't seen it a second time. I need to do that. Um, the, the thing about the c- cinematography, have you seen, did you see that Instagram video where, uh, Damien Chazelle was yes, like standing I behind did. him? Okay. So for, for you guys who haven't seen this, um, the director was standing behind the cameraman who I assume was also the cinematographer. Neither, both of them had the back, their backs to the camera and I don't recognize them by the back of their heads, but, um, he was, uh, the part where they're in the jazz club and you know, it's, it's like a whip pan back and I just hit my mic, a whip pan back and forth between, uh, is it the, it's is it the couple and the guys on stage uh this is the it's this i believe it's the scene where seb is on stage playing piano and it, it it's cutting back and forth from him playing piano to um Emma Stone, to like, maya dancing mia uh, mia sorry dancing right okay all right so it's like whipping back and forth and what and the way that they achieved this is just by having uh the director would tap him on whatever shoulder he would want you know you know the direction to go in and just doing that back and forth and it, it was really a really cool behind the scenes it's, thing because yeah, they could have neat yeah they could have done it with like a real big complicated thing but you know it was real simple and like meat and potatoes it was, it was pretty cool speaking of those camera movements i definitely agreed with your point um and i was really surprised that your friend didn't didn't notice it uh since she said that she's usually uh, pretty pretty aware of those things whenever mm-hmm. anytime the camera panned it was like uh, it was all, like almost like motion sickness or something. Yeah. Like you're, bec- every because everything got smeared looking. Yeah. Uh, it was it, blurry it was, and your your eyes didn't have anywhere to focus, and so it was mm-hmm. okay for 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 like short little periods of time, but for extended periods it was really bad. And and the fact that it kept happening made made you less um able to cope with it. Yeah, and less uh, forgiving. Even, of it. even on the shorter times. Yeah, I mean the the worst is definitely when it's in the pool and it's spinning around over and over again. But there's one part I think when they're in um they're in one of the I clubs. don't think that's the worst one. You don't think the the pool is the worst one? No, 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 cuz that that part it's like obviously it's going to it's it's going to mess with you because you're spinning around, but there's a part where they're walking by a movie set and it's it's just panning, right? But it's they mm. use I, I think they used um f- they like shot on film and they use like old lenses and stuff and um that's cool for you know nostalgia and like a, an authentic look and whatever but if you're just panning across uh, a movie like a fake movie set and it's making it's giving you motion sickness then you should probably use right. you, know, you should probably fix that and that w- that yeah. was what happened when they were like first 
walking and talking together on the WB line. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was something where they'd already made the decision to shoot on however they shot it, and they went back and looked at the dailies after a while. Reshoots. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, th- this movie didn't have like a, a massive budget or anything. I mean, no, I didn't. I know. I know they they plan for reshoots for like really big movies, but probably for ones like this. I mean, you know, there's stuff in um in that opening sequence, like little imperfections, mm-hmm. uh, in the in the first like dance sequence song, uh, specifically like at the very very beginning, like her the the first girl that sings, she's not doing a great job of lip syncing. Um, oh, okay. I didn't notice that. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it's not, like, horrible, but it was enough that I, that, since that's the first, like, audio in the movie, really, uh, I thought that the theater was, like, the audio was oh. off from the video, and I was like, oh, man, now I'm gonna have to watch this musical with the, <laughs> it, but, but then, but then at some point, it, it, it looked right, and I was like, oh, it must have just been the beginning, that's weird. Um, okay, I have to look so, out for that. So, Anyways, but like, and another thing too is that like at the beginning of the shot, there's a lot of like shadows and stuff like that, uh, and mm-hmm. then eventually the camera spins around, and then the lighting looks great because I they were use I had to use a lot of natural light on that interstate or wherever they are. Um, oh yeah. So anyways, but there's just like a lot of like little things where like you can tell like they only had so much time to like you know get these perfect shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and once it was done, it was like done. So I wouldn't be surprised though if it was a thing where they started shooting scenes with with these cameras or or how you know whatever they did, and then at some point they started doing these more like panning shots and stuff, and they looked at the dailies. They're like, oh, that's a little distracting or a little hard <laughs> yeah. to see, but it, it was too late. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, though. Yeah. Maybe they maybe they just maybe. decided they liked how it looked, but yeah, maybe for the know. authenticity. Um, what were you going to say before I interrupted about the uh, panning across the movie set? You're going to say something. About- oh, I I was just thinking that one of the only times that I really remember it, other than the pool scene, uh, I think there's a scene when Seb is in the is in uh, J. Jonah Jameson's club and it pans or something. Okay, uh, but I'm not sure. It, 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 there was some kind of bar pan. At some point, now it doesn't super matter, but yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. So there was a different one. All right, so uh, mm-hmm. and then everybody kind of knows my thoughts on the whole movie. I did a whole thing on it, so go back if you don't go back and listen to that episode. Oh, I had a question for you like, before we kind of hop all the way into this. Okay, uh, you mentioned a, a few times uh, in the review of it that you did a few podcast episodes ago uh mm-hmm. you're you saying that you, you liked it a lot uh but you heard i think you said her name was grace something or other and i was wondering is that the girl from beyond the trailer yes okay um, okay i really so, so, should do so, like a whole thing on her but yeah what sorry well i was gonna say so you so you heard her thoughts on the movie and that and, and i guess i i don't know what she said so I, I wanted to ask you like what did she say because it sounded like you were saying that she didn't like the way the movie ended and she had a she had like a specific critique of it i don't know if it's a real specific uh critique it's because she she completely disagrees or i completely disagree with her i should say on oh, okay. like on like uh politics and how movies should be made and how politics sort of plays into that she's like very feminist and like also there's a little bit of uh like a sjw type uh agenda kind of going on there and okay yeah and she brings that into her movie reviews and it and it drives me insane so 
part of her her critique was that uh, Mia was just kind of a jerk to the men in her life. There were there were a couple other things that like interesting. Uh, now and now I can't remember because it's been a long time since I've I've listened to her. Okay, review. so I so I I, I misunderstood. Uh, I guess what I as I understood it, what you had heard from her kind of colored the way you thought about the ending like you you hadn't thought about it the the way that she had said it and that kind of made you like it less so i was i was curious to to know kind of what she had thought but it sounds like it wasn't as important yeah no that's not going to help you um (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i don't know if it really colored my opinion of it because i i listened to her thing afterwards like i i started listening to it beforehand and i was like oh spoilers okay not listening to it, and then I came back to it afterwards, and all of her points were kind of either not super strong as far as a story standpoint came, mm-hmm. or they came completely from her political uh, gotcha. views. So yeah, interesting. I'll have to go. I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, you should. If I had listened to it recently, or if I had listened to my own thoughts on it <laughs> recently, I, I would have more to say, but I don't. I don't remember right now. Cool. It's all good. All right. So before you completely demolish my points, I just want to uh, reiterate the uh, because I have, <laughs> all right. I won't get into that. I'm not going to help you. Um, I <laughs> I I do have like two comparisons that uh, I feel uh, help to illustrate my point. Uh, my okay, my problem with the, with the ending. Okay. First of all, have you seen both Man of Steel and Civil War? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, so in Man of Steel, there's this whole fight between Superman and Zod. And it right. it goes on for, you know, a good 20 minutes. It feels, because it's Zack Snyder and he likes to make super long movies, I think it, yeah. it felt more like 30 minutes. Yeah. And in the beginning of the fight, and this is where I will concede to the other point, in the beginning of the fight, Zod says that it's either you or me. I'm going to kill you or you're going to kill me. And if you don't kill me, I'm going to kill everyone that you love and then, uh, you know, murder the entire human race and start a new Krypton. So, but that was in the beginning of the fight. Then you have 30 minutes of uh, punching each other and you kind of forget about that. So by the end of the fight, Superman, uh, spoilers for Man of Steel, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, if he At the end of the fight, he has um, Zod in a, in a headlock. And the way that they f- try to force Superman to kill Zod, even though they've already set up the fact that if Superman doesn't kill Zod, Zod will kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Despite that, they go back... And they feel like they have to, well, I guess Zack Snyder felt like he had to make an, give us another reason that uh, Superman had to kill Zod. And that was, you know, Zod slowly heat visioning the wall uh, and, you know, going up to the, the family that was sitting there cowering instead of running and that he was going to kill them. And so Superman uh, snapped his neck. But he could have covered his eyes covered Zod's eyes because Superman, you know, the heat vision can't get through Superman's hand. Mm-hmm. He could have flown up into space. He could have turned his head another way. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> gone sideways, backwards, up, uh-huh. down, left, right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He could have done so many things. So yeah. they didn't successfully paint him into a corner with that. 
and they didn't use their already, you know, okay, established I, okay, point. So, okay, so you're saying you're saying that they set up the stakes early, and mm-hmm. then. And Thank then you for stopping it, me. It I was getting out like of steam had... there. <laughs> oh yeah, I know you're you're getting really upset. And <laughs> uh, so so you're saying that they set up the stakes early in the fight, but because the fight goes on for so long, they have to like reestablish some reason that Superman would actually like end this guy's life. Uh, and so mm-hmm. exactly. and so they they do they do that in a way that that isn't really believable because there's a lot of other options. Other than him snapping this guy's neck, exactly. Okay. I, w- I almost made a vi- like. Uh, there's so many videos that I almost made, but there's. I almost did a whole thing on. I w- I would be a better Superman than Superman if I had Superman's powers, and so would you. Anybody <laughs> could be a better Superman than this Superman. He's so stupid. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I I watched that yeah. movie on a plane and I fell asleep during the fight. So everything you just described to me was like everything that I didn't see in the movie. Uh, oh, good. I okay. just, uh, well, there's a lot of punching. Yeah. I just, I, I zone out during like battle sequences in movies. I get very bored very quickly. Okay. See, that's where I, uh, differ with you on, on a lot of that stuff. Like I, I enjoy a lot of that because like, I, well, you, because just cause you, like, well, that's what I was going to say. You, you like superheroes. So like to you, that's like a really cool thing. But to me, it's like, oh, battle. Okay. Whereas I, I yeah. I'm not as into superheroes, so I'm more interested in like what makes them tick or whatever, and so that like the more st- the story elements of it are more interesting to me. But I totally, gotcha. I totally um, get did that. you like did you like the Spider-Man and Sam Raimi thing, the three of them? Yeah, I I I, I just like Spider-Man in general. I like all the Spider-Man movies, even the third one, even like Amazing Spider-Man two. I just like them all. I, I get that they're not great yeah. movies, but I enjoy them. No, I I liked all of them except for Spider Man Three because mm-hmm. the because the story fell apart. Like it was everywhere. Yeah, it, there was too much going on for sure. Yeah, but then later on, I, f- I figured out that they were soap operas, and it kind of got boring. But anyway, <laughs> um, so do you see the comparison that I'm trying? To I make I do I do. So you're so you're so okay. D- okay, go ahead. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm I'm gonna make that one, and then I'm gonna make the next one. Okay, then we'll I'm okay. ready. So in Civil War, there's a part where uh, Rhodey smashes into the ground in in the Iron Man suit that he has, and it you know it's off, and so he he falls to the ground, and he doesn't die, uh, but he gets right. injured right pretty badly, and you he know, should he, have totally died to, there. By the way, yes, um, but he doesn't, and he just has like a, a horrible spine injury that is fixed by some magic oh, star tech like ten minutes He's later. Better, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, but. In Iron Man 1, uh, Iron Man is shot down by a tank shell and rocketed to the ground, like forcefully rocketed to the ground, (laughs) creating a crater, and he walks up, shakes it off, (laughs) fires an anti-tank missile or whatever, blows up the tank, and walks away from the explosion. Now, I'm okay with superheroes doing ridiculous things. And but they have to obey their own right. rules, that, right? No, that's if, exactly right. For the for the world, even like the, the the imaginary world to make sense, there have to be like rules established. Exactly, and they broke the rules, and that was what um, really angered me about that. I did a whole video on that. It's it's that's, up on my uh, YouTube channel. This is my problem with Doctor Who, which is like probably a, a separate discussion. But that's why I can't really get into Doctor Who because it breaks its own rules all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, the only time I had a problem with that was um, there was one episode where they were like, hey, this is the bootstrap paradox, and here's a whole episode where th- we do the bootstrap paradox, and hey, 
Do you, he literally was like talking to the camera and he was like, hey, you see how that do- didn't work? Well, that's the bootstrap paradox. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs> anyway, so, okay, those are my uh, two compare. So the... I, so, my two so points how did, are, how, they didn't. I understand how the first one goes with La La Land, but how does the second, how does the Iron Man example work with La La Land? Okay, the other one is the fact that um, she couldn't make it work with um, Seb because of her acting career, but she could make it work with Joe Schmo, handsome, okay. random Got dude. It. Uh, Let's just refer career. to that guy as Guy Patterson for the rest of the podcast because that's how I know him. Have you have you seen uh, have you seen that thing you do, Gabe? No, the old I have not. Tom Hanks directed film from the nineties. No, I have. Oh, Gabe, you've got to uh, you've got to see know what it, it Gabe. You have to watch it. <laughs> we just went over this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he, no uh, that that guy that plays his her wife uh, her husband uh, is is uh-huh. the main character in this movie called That Thing You Do that Tom Hanks wrote and directed in, like, 1996 or okay, something. Okay, I love how we're going to call him Guy, and he's just a random dude in La La Land, so that's good. I like it. All right. Yep. So, um, yeah, she makes it work with Guy and not so, with Okay, so, so, right. the, so you're, okay, so to you, the logic doesn't make sense. To you, yes. to you they, they, they set up stakes, and then they didn't play by their own rules almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. They didn't give me any reason that it should work with him. Sure. Okay. So, right. I, I don't even know his name. I'll I will concede almost hey. almost everything you've said because my whole argument is kind of for why the ending works so well is is kind of like a completely so okay. Um, actually, one of the, one of the, <laughs> while I was listening to your podcast, it's funny that you brought up uh, kind of the internal logic of uh of man of steel because i was thinking of a different example to kind of make the same point um do you watch 24 at all you ever seen that show or you watch they just started a new season i am aware of it and yeah did they start a new season with yeah it's like, like a, an african it's like a dude? it's like a yeah it's like a, it's like an all new cast i guess i'm gonna bring back a few people okay. or whatever. but i had 24 is like one of my favorite shows i've always loved it uh yeah, so okay. I, I i just watch it uh you know uh, so I, I know the basic premise. Yeah, yeah so I mean, basically, it. I mean, yeah, the the right the the premise doesn't really matter for my point here, but without getting okay. too spoilery about this new season, just the, the the basic setup of the first couple of episodes, um, is that there is, uh, there is a a friend of the main character who has an item, uh, that some terrorists want. Um, and he realize, and this guy realizes how important this item is, and decides he's not going to give it up unless the main character uh, basically pays him like two million dollars. Uh, and so the okay, main okay, character does that make the, sense? The the problem that I always have following a, a story is when people don't give me names. Sure. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I I'm just getting used to this show. The, Eric is the name of the main character. Okay. I don't. We'll just call the we'll we'll call the other guy Joe. Uh, so Eric is the main okay. character, and his friend Joe has this thing that okay. some terrorists want, and so uh, Joe gotcha. realizes, oh, uh, the terrorists want this thing, and Eric is like, Joe, I need that, I need that item, and and Joe says, well, if the terrorists want it and you want it, I need money, so why don't you pay me two million dollars? So this is all going on like uh. kind of underneath the radar of the federal government, and so that so the. The only what they end up doing is is robbing a police station, which happens to have millions of dollars uh, from a from a recent drug bust. 
Now, right. it it sets up the, the 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 idea is that they're trying to set up that Eric is a guy who will do whatever it takes uh, to you know he'll go against the rules or he'll 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 break the law or whatever <laughs> if it means uh, because the terrorists he'll are go rogue if, if yeah if the terrorists get this thing then they're gonna do something really bad. Uh, and so, mm-hmm. and so to him, it's like, well, the ends justify the means, which, which was like the whole mantra of Jack Bauer back when he was the star of 24, but it was a really lazy way of, of setting up those stakes. And that's why 24 was always so good because you would watch Jack Bauer do these terrible things and you would be so like manipulated by it because you're like, yeah, I mean, he has to torture that guy. He had to chop that guy's head <laughs> off. Like he had no other option. Right. Uh, <laughs> that was the only but way to did. save everybody. Uh, but this show kind of was a little bit more lazy. And they and, and when, like, this guy, the guy, his friend Joe, we'll call him again, uh, he's kind of, like, not right. in his right mind. So all he had to do was track him down, put a gun to his head, and say, look, just give us the thing and we'll give you the $2 million. But you're not, <laughs> you're not going to, you're not going to you know, uh, hold us hostage that way or whatever. Uh, but, but instead right. it was like the first, that's exactly what I was going right. to say. So, the, but that, but it, so it wasn't even that he had to go rob a place. It's just that as soon as he, as soon as he said, I need the money. And the guy's like, well, I don't have that kind of money. Well, you're going to have to get it in two hours. He's like, oh, oh, what am I going to do? And then someone's like, well, there was a drug bust down at the police station. We could go take that money. And that's what they went and did. And it was like, oh okay, gosh. I get what you're going for here, but it doesn't really make sense. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's the same Man of Steel. Right. So you're, so you're saying in La La Land, just to make sure I, I kind of completely understand your, your reasoning. You're saying <laughs> you, get, you get kind of like the point of what they were going for, but you don't think yes. the internal logic makes sense. I, yeah, exactly. I know what I know the gut punch and the reality that they're going for, but they didn't set up. The, they 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 knew their ending before they knew how they they were gonna get. Okay, there. all right. So that's all good. Uh-huh. I I I can buy that. Here's okay. So here's kind of my interpretation of how the ending kind of worked out. Like what happened, um, and then I'll kind of okay. backtrack from there. Because I do think the movie sets up that they're not good for each other. Like that's kind of a that's. It, it, I think that if you saw the movie again, you would you you would un, like. You wouldn't have as much of a problem with the ending because they do kind of set up, and I'll I, I'll kind of I'll share a few of the things that I've noticed. At least I'm sure there's more. But my interpretation uh-huh. of kind of what l- leads up to the ending is that she goes overseas. She stars in this movie. Maybe this guy that she's with. Um, Guy Patterson, maybe he's like a producer or he's somebody that was involved in this movie. Uh, maybe they sleep together one night or, and, and, and she gets pregnant. Like maybe she, uh, well, I guess the baby is younger. No. Okay. That does, that, that doesn't make sense. Forget I said that, but, um, so (laughs) how old is the kid? Well, the, the, I mean, the kid can't be any older than like two. Uh, so, so the baby would have come along. She would have gotten pregnant like a li- little, a little over two years at least uh, after the conclusion of like the 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 third act of the movie before the epilogue starts. Um, okay, but so maybe she meets this guy while she's over uh, while she's overseas. Uh, he he's he's some uh, exec or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe they fall in love because they have a, they have common interests. Uh, something that uh, Mia and Seb 
don't really have other than like a passion for like doing things. Um, right, right. But wait, it's jazz though. The common interest that we see between the two of them is jazz, and that's that's the same thing me, that uh, Mia and me, Seb had. Um, uh, oh, well, Mia got it, it halfway through the movie, but I, you know, okay, it's so still an interest that she okay. Had. So you're so you're saying that Guy Patterson and Mia like they, they they show they have this common interest of of enjoying jazz music together. Is that kind of what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I think my my interpretation of that was just they were about to get to their car. He heard some like cool sounding music he was like hey and you know he's kind of a spontaneous guy so he's like hey you want to check out this thing or or at least he wants to like appear no he he wants to appear spontaneous to to his wife right okay but he was like hey look a jazz theater or whatever a jazz club no that's not what he says he he i if i remember correctly Mm. he just kind of he he they're about to get the car he kind of like leans forward like looking to see what is he's like you want to go check it out like he just hears the music and he wants to go see what it is um, okay, I'll go with you since you've seen it more than once. But but I'm not saying that you're that you're wrong about that. You could be right. I'm just saying it's it's definitely it's that's not like um, that's not like a, like the strong implication. It's more I, I kind okay, of interpret but, it as like he he's trying to like kind of be spontaneous or whatever. Like she's kind of spontaneous. He kind of wants to be spontaneous because that's what uh, she wants. Because because they even set that up a little bit uh, because. Yeah, they do because uh, when they're on the interstate uh, and there's traffic, she's like, "You want to just get off here and eat?" Uh, and he's like, "Oh, okay, we can do that." Like, so she's the she's she's the one who's being spontaneous first, and then he in turn uh-huh. try, does something spontaneous for her. Um, oh, okay. See, I was I was seeing that as he's he's being very like supportive and like a doting husband type of gotcha thing. i mean it, 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 could, it could be a thing too where like she has a love for jazz that she hasn't really explained where it comes from and he hears jazz music mm-hmm. and he's like hey do you want to go check it out but it, even then like that supports your line of thinking but it also it can also work for mine as well uh that he's kind of just like hey i'm just gonna be spontaneous for you here um Right. So we're doing a lot of headcanon here. I'm not sure if this really counts. No, as, no, no. So, so yeah. So, uh, so my English. understanding of kind of what happened is he, th- they fall in love like while she's still overseas um, to the, Definitely. to the point where when they get back uh, into the States, she almost feels like guilty that like, she like so quickly, like got caught up in this, this, this Hollywood life. Uh, and immediately fell in love with somebody. Maybe she feels like guilty or embarrassed by it. Like, oh, I'm, now I'm the typical cliche. I fell in love with one of one of my uh, superiors or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't call Seb. Seb sees that she's with somebody and is like, oh, okay. And and that and, and that's about that's about as long as it, that's about as far as it goes. Then she gets married. When they get back, and at that point, he's like, all right, well, that door is shut forever. Uh, and he just goes about saving up his money to to get his uh, his uh, jazz bar started, uh, and and so that right, that's kind did, of the whole setup. And so that's why I'm sorry. Right. I, I, go ahead and say what you were gonna say. Yeah, uh, the meeting between the two of them is that just one or two? Are you head cannoning an an extra one? Adding an extra one to your uh, head? Wait. It sounded like you said that she came back in between and then. Uh, saw him again at the epilogue. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm saying that she comes back to the states and gets married, and at that point, Seb. 
who would have seen this in the news, right? Like, even if he wasn't following her on social media or whatever, uh, if she's like, a, if she's become a popular actress, her getting married would have been in the news. Um, well, okay. See, the people at like the Warner Brothers lot would have been, they're more into the industry than people outside of the Warner Brothers lot. So the somebody, everybody, you know, knowing who you are at the mm-hmm. Starbucks on the Warner Brothers lot is not. Sure, but okay, but but they so when Seb is walking into the club in the epilogue, um, Mia is on a big poster on the wall, like she's become a big actress. That that's kind of the the visual implication or whatever, and so uh, she's become a big actress. So the 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 idea is is that Mia doesn't know that she's about to see Seb. And maybe she doesn't even know what Seb is doing, but Seb definitely knows what Mia is up to. And so uh-huh. in that scene, uh, when when Mia sits down next to Guy, um, and and, yeah. and 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 they kind of both like he starts to play their song, and they both kind of play out like what would have happened. I think it's supposed to. Kelly and I kind of had a, a a debate about this, but I think it's mostly supposed to be like from her perspective. Like she's imagining what would have happened if uh if they had stayed together. Uh oh yeah, totally. I I got it completely. I interpret it completely as her uh, okay. what if scenario. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So and, and and she's the one who has to run through that because she's the one who thinks maybe she missed out by by marrying this other guy. And so yeah. what she realizes in that sequence is that, oh, you know what? If I had gotten the guy that I was first in love with, he wouldn't have gotten what his first love was, which was this jazz club. And so mm-hmm. and so and I think uh, your friend even mentioned like he was wearing like a different suit and stuff like that. I, I didn't catch that, uh, but I thought he had gone back to his original. Yeah. Wardrobe. Yeah. So there you go. I, I, I didn't catch that, but I'll have to watch for that next time. That, that's that's I mean, that's definitely more telling as well. Um, but so that's why yeah. when she leaves the club and they look at each other, she's waiting for him to smile first because she thinks she thinks she's the one who's wronged him. And so when he smiles, that's like his way of letting her know, like, hey, we're all good. Like, we both got what we wanted. You got your career. I got my club. Everything's great. And so once he smiles at her or he kind of he kind of like gives her this like really, really small, like crack of a smile. And then that makes her smile. And then see him seeing her happy makes him happy and that and then then he smiles really big um and so yeah and and so so that that's kind of how i interpret it i totally get the idea that well he could have called why would she or like why would she have just so quickly like uh betrayed him and and done all these things but i would argue that the movie kind of sets up from the very beginning um that these two are not meant to be together in fact that like they're they're bad for each other other and which is why the point of the movie is that they were they were good for each other for for a a season of life <laughs> so that they could both get each other to where they needed to to be um uh-huh. but then at a certain point they once they once they had helped each other grow then they had to kind of they had to break apart yeah. Um, and I mean, there's, there's, there's like, even the, even the first song, like the first, uh, the first couple of lines of the, of the song is that the woman in the car talking about how she had like a guy that she was in love with, God. but she had to break it off because she wanted to go uh, be a Hollywood star. I knew you were going to bring um, that up. That's like the easiest yeah. point to make. Yeah, yeah exactly. There, there's other ones too. Like, um, uh, 
there's one part, I think it's at the beginning of this of the summer sequence, uh, when he picks her up and uh and maybe maybe this wasn't meant to be this, but this is how I took it. Um he picks her up and they go driving down the road and it, it kind of stays in this long like uh, one take or whatever. And uh, they go they go driving down the road and then you hear her say, "Oh, it's a one way street." And then they 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 back up. Uh, so kind of just like this implication that they're heading down they're heading down a road like going the wrong direction, basically. Uh, that's some that is some deep foreshadowing. <laughs> I thought it was just a joke. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, I it, it, was it, funny. it may not have been, but it's just it's just there's so many things in the movie, so many little things that. Uh, that definitely are foreshadowing that like, it seems like every little bit of it uh, is meant to imply something. Another thing too, um, when they first, like that whole planetarium sequence is so weird, right? Oh yeah. Um, and they don't actually like, but that's supposed to be the sequence where like they get together, they start dating or, or however you want to say that. Um, sure. And, uh, but they don't actually, basically they like fly up into the stars. So it's kind of this, Oh, it, it's sort of like this, this metaphor, um, when they when they go up into the into the the heavens or the stars or whatever, that now they're 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 in like a dream world now where the two of them can be together, even though like down on Earth it it's not really going to work out, but up up in the sky it's okay. And so they only kiss um, at the at the very moment when they when they come back down to Earth, they're still riding on that high of being up uh, up in up in the stars or whatever. And so I think I think that whole sequence uh-huh. is just supposed to kind of foreshadow that just like. They're not really. They're not meant for each other. They kind of have to, quote unquote, like play pretend in order for it to make sense that that they can be together. And um, yeah, it's okay. even kind can of. I, for- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Can I concede the foreshadowing point? Because I get that. I mean, you can. Okay. You can continue to give more foreshadowing examples, but um, the it's foreshadowed. In little hints and metaphors and colors and sounds and mm-hmm. lines and lyrics, but once you actually get there, it's not a done. It's not uh, out of the question that they could be together. A lot of and a lot of other movies will be like you know, it, it literally starts off with them fighting. Yeah, and you know they're they're you know they they couldn't be more opposite, and they couldn't disagree more on the most important of things. But they but they come together, and they uh they have mm-hmm. their their differences become their strengths, sure. and bring them together, and whatever. And that's the whole trailer for the movie. You're welcome. Uh, and then <laughs> like I was expecting that to happen because in other movies the all of that foreshadowing means nothing. It just means that they have things that they need to work through i see okay so so even like so the arc just like wasn't what you expected it was going to be for the characters you you're like yeah like you can say yeah i i get that like there were a lot of things showing that like they weren't good for each other but like and i don't even movies, know if they weren't good for each other there you may even made the point that they helped each other get to their own mm-hmm. their dreams so i don't know how they're not yeah. good. they're they're very different and they had things to work through but they weren't bad for each other. See, right. Well, you mean meant not meant to be. See, together. she she definitely Mia definitely put her her career over everything else. Yes. Uh, so m- maybe you were talking about that that beyond the trail, the grace from beyond the trailer. Maybe maybe that was part of her point. And and yeah, but, the way that she left uh, in a couple of ways was was more rude than it needed to be. Okay. 
it, and then from from Seb's perspective, like you know, they even show a couple of times that Seb almost, even though he supports Mia because it's Mia and he and he wants her to be happy. There's kind of this sort of uh, sort of implied like mm, arrogance or like. Pre- pretentiousness where he he kind of the looks dude is down all pretension. he's all pretentious yeah <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like he looks down on on the idea of an actor or an actress so there's really? there's one part yeah there's one part where um he he makes some sort of joke like well yeah because you're an actress or whatever and oh. and she's like what do you mean by that and he's like Oh no, I I just mean like you know you're you're good at playing a part. He, he says something like that, but then okay. later on when they have that really big fight at the apartment where they kind of break up, um, mm. he brings that idea back. Well, you're just an actress, so what do you care? Or something he says something like that, but that time he uses it as a weapon. Um, but so both times he means it to be demeaning, but one time he catches himself because he 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 likes her, and the next time he wants to hurt her, and so he. He does. He he he, he, he catches it. it, but he says it anyway. Yeah. He uses it as a weapon, right? Um. So it's kind of, but I, I I definitely I definitely get what you're saying that like just because they have problems, that doesn't mean they 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 couldn't have been resolved. Um. I think it's just I think it really just comes down to like what what the arc of of the film was like. Not every not every time that two characters don't get uh, that they aren't getting along. That doesn't mean that the arc has to be that eventually they fall in love. Uh, mm-hmm. it, the arc can you know the arc can be how La La Land is where it's like hey these two characters definitely are not long term good for each other, but they're gonna help each other get to where they need to be and we're going to we're going to tell the story in somewhat of like a subversive way where you kind of are expecting they're going to get together but then at the last second you're going to realize oh you know what that's not what this whole thing was about in the first place and that's kind of that and it might be that I just I like it so much because it definitely took me for that ride like I didn't I didn't know I didn't know where it was going to land and I kept thinking are they are they not going to end up together? Like that's going to be really weird if they don't, right? Like they've got to end up together. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not going to end up together. Right. But then when it fi- when 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 the when it hits when, you know, they look at each other and and he smiles and she smiles and then he smiles really big. I was like, "Oh, of course. This is it's perfect." I my favorite stories are the ones where they take me somewhere I wasn't expecting to go and then I sort of realize, oh, but that of course that was the only that was the only place that it could have gone because that was what the whole story was sort of leading up to. Um, but mm-hmm. at the same time, Gabe, I I, I kind of I get what you're saying that if that if it could have was, ended, it could have it, ended the way that you thought it could have. There's it, they right. didn't take you to a place where you went, oh, it had to end that way. That's not right. what happened. I I mean. I believe wholeheartedly like that 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 was the only way that that movie could have ended. Like if they had ended up together, that would have really So then what Okay, so let me ask you this, Gabe. Let me ask you a question now. <laughs> what like uh, if they no. end up together, what is the point of the movie? What is Good. the point of the movie become if if they just live happily ever after? Okay. Um I did guys, I did tell Josh before this that I've been out all day. Um, going to uh, job searching and doing interviews and stuff. So my mind is <laughs> shot. All of these thoughts that I've, uh, I'm, I am very. I promised I wouldn't make you cry, Gabe. <laughs> I think you're about to start crying. I'm doing. 
The only reason I've I've done so well so far is because I have thought about this a lot, and now you're <laughs> asking me to think new thoughts. So, um, <laughs> uh, so I, now now I have to be a better writer than Damien Chazelle or whoever the heck wrote. Um, <laughs> okay. So if if Mia and Seb had ended up together, the point what? of the, the point of the movie, I guess, would have been that. This is a mu- this is a fantastical musical where um, it's a throwback to the old ye oldie movies the mm-hmm. the, the the talkies of old and uh, no one says that and um, <laughs> <laughs> and so everything works out in the end because it's a bubbly happy uh, thing I I, I agree it, that, maybe I agree that's that's what it that's the, that's the point of the movie basically it, it just kind of becomes like a love letter to, to Hollywood and to musicals and and that's about the only impact it has yeah and you're you're not only like as I've made I've said this before that I was smiling through like you know 80 percent of the thing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so if they had ended up together I would have had the same huge smile through the end probably <laughs> and not had this okay. kind of bittersweet uh ryan gosling smile so it, at the end it it would have it would have made you like it would have made you happier at the end of the movie it made you feel better sure i would have been floating in the you clouds want... with me and uh <laughs> <laughs> and <Seb. laughs> yeah um no i i mean i think i think that's about right i think that I think that this way, having done it this way, where they where they don't end up together, um, I mean, I think if they did end up together, they would have had to have redone. There would have had to have been a lot of different things, things done differently all throughout the movie. But would there have um, been? Because, like I said, the way that, um, and I don't want to say even the way that I took it, the way that they set it up, the, those were all just problems that they would have had to work through, right. Because there have See, been, I mean, you could, worse yeah. couples, <laughs> less compatible couples in movies that have ended up right, together. Right, right. At, at least um, at the end, past the, you I, know, past the credits. Right, but I feel, but I feel like, like the, the way, the way it is now, the kind of the point of the movie is to say, like, hey, you know, sometimes you let people, you let people go, like people are a part of your life for a, a period of time, and and you have great memories with them. And, and then, then they choose their uh, acting you, career over you, right? They they go there. You go your separate ways. Like not every not every friendship, not every romance is forever. Um, mm-hmm. But in in the alternate telling where they end up together, uh, there there's no like there's no like greater point to the movie other than like the 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 you know the the general like typical redemption. Like hey, you know people can overcome their differences. Uh, I guess you know what right. I mean, but that's kind of that's kind of like every romantic comedy ever. Okay, all right, um, all right. I I just remembered that I did. I I I'm have ready. thought about this. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> all right. So say they, um, at the end of the fight, which wasn't a huge this huge blowout fight that everybody thinks it was. Oh, um, uh, what? It really wasn't. It was All right, we'll come back like, to that. Huge. Um. <laughs> There were some, like, serious barbs, but it wasn't that big. Anyway, they could have, at the end of that, like, resolved it within the same conversation. Um, now I've lost my train of thought. If Okay, so if they had resolved but, but, but that, that within that's, the... That's the thing, because, because they didn't resolve that fight, that was further proof that they weren't supposed... To, that they were not compatible for each other. The fact that they could not... They could not see... 
what like no the, no no but were, what broke them up they was just, they gave up on a on a park bench they mutually gave up on each other um they gave up on the relationship the yeah. um <laughs> did they not give up just without fighting and and that on that uh park bench um i mean well in terms of like a officially that was kind of when they said you know what we'll just see what happens but again it's all just further proof was that it? just to see what happens it was like oh we're gonna go fo- follow our dreams instead of being together no that, no, that i mean they, they left it open-ended they, like they, How many couples that they, you've seen have, have taken a break and then gotten back together? I know that that's the point. That's the whole point. But but that I mean, they in in the movie they do leave it open ended. Like they say, so what are what are we doing? Like who are we now or whatever? And and Seb says something something to the effect of you know you got to go do your thing overseas. I've got to start setting up my club and uh, and we'll see what happens. It was something like that. I don't remember the exact wording, but it wasn't we're breaking up. This is over. Yeah, no, forever. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so if. Maybe they just had to have an extra scene or something uh, for my whole thing to work. The um, what I was, how I would have done it, I guess. Since you asked how <laughs> I would improve the ending, um, is have them, you know, try try to either wait for each other for those uh, five years or or you know have a relationship over that because okay the they achieved their dreams within five years which which is in right. keeping with the the fantastical nature of the movie but not with the realistic ending uh that they chose mm-hmm. to go with um you know it's that that's an amazing feat i mean i mean think about most of the actors that are like really prominent right now like they 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 start in a few movies and then like they had one big breakout movie and it normally only takes like between like three to normally five or six or seven years for that to happen. So f- it's, you listen to like NF, right? In- hmm? You listen What'd to, you, you listen to NF, right? NF. Or have you ever heard of this guy? Is that the rapper guy? Yes. I would like to bring him into this conversation just really quick. Um, okay. <laughs> the one line, one line that he has is, uh, and I'm not going to know it from verbatim, but basically that whenever you see a rapper or singer and you go, Oh, that, that guy's new. He's really been working on, you know, and he's been in the scene for years. Right, so, but, the, but the, I, I, I agree, but but Mia has been in the scene for a long time too. Like just because she hasn't landed a role, she's been she's been like going to auditions and she's been trying to make things happen for a long time. Like she's she's been putting in her dues, uh, trying to make things happen. She's been in uh, LA, so for she not gets that her. Long. Uh, I think. I don't remember how many. I mean, it's been. It's she's been there for a, at least a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So that brings the timeline up to she's she basically. It's like a seven year period from at least at the at the minimum. It's seven years from the time that she gets started uh, to the time that the epilogue takes place. Yeah, but five years of that was being successful. But anyway, fair uh, enough. Uh, <sighs> I guess I guess it's it's Seb that uh, took, well, we, we, took we, five we, years. we don't know that because maybe maybe that first maybe that first movie that she's in uh, that leads the movie out maybe that was just her big her her break and then from there she started getting uh, you know more roles and and then she became a, a super that's mega even star better like two or three years later uh-huh. that's even better for my point like it's uh, it's <laughs> that means it's quicker doesn't it 
Um, anyway, the uh, if they had tried to um, balance their dreams and um, being together, and then it mm-hmm. somehow didn't work out with within that time, then mm-hmm. I would have been like, yeah, okay. So it 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 fell. Uh, they fell out, or you know, it fell apart after uh they after they tried and that's realistic because it's really hard to Mm -hmm. uh balance you know this uh full-time profession and having uh a relationship that also takes uh, a full-time jobs amount of work right so yeah if that had happened i'd be like yeah okay totally makes sense but they didn't show any of that they gave up before any of that happened yeah i mean they had broken up and then even that's why that's why they have the conversation on that park bench at the end because they're not technically together again at the end of the movie. Maybe. I mean, I, before the epilogue starts, uh, they weren't together at at the park bench. Like that's why they have that conversation about what they're doing or who, who what's going on. Um, because you know he gets the call that that the casting the the casting agent or whatever the casting producer wants to have a meeting with Mia. So he has to go find her and convince her to, to go back. So they're not, they're not technically like together. They're just still they're I guess they're, they're kind of realizing, Oh, well we, we're still friends, even if we're not technically dating or, or whatnot. And so that's why at the very end, they kind of have that really, this really heartbreaking conversation of saying like, well, are we together or what? Because they're very much together. I don't know. Like I don't know. Because, because it's the night kind of, at, at each other's, places of sleeping <laughs> you don't know that they don't show that <laughs> that sent that sentence got away from me no, <laughs> no they like <laughs> they were like together in bed holding each other at in like the evening no in movie language that that's no that that's that's before that's before before her audition that's 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 all that happens before the fight uh that evening they don't they don't show any of them into the apartment together oh you're talking okay you're talking about they're not that they broke up you're thinking that they broke up after the fight yeah that's when they break up they're they're never together again after after that fight so so at the point where they're at the park bench bench they're kind of talking through like their romantic feelings and they're like well clearly definitely me is like you know basically like without saying this she's like it, it Clearly, you you still have helped me get to this point, and there's still like this this spark between us, or however you want to say it. But at the same time, now I'm leaving for months, uh, and you're still on tour. Like he's he's still touring around. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think I think that it's like the implication basically that he's going to be on tour for the next couple of years. He's trying to he's trying to make the money that he so he can start his club. So he's not even going to be around. So so that's part of this too. Like he's even when she's back, he's not in town. He's he's traveling around. He might be overseas for all we know. So right. Uh, so it, it just becomes this thing of like, well, we've had this huge fight. Clearly, that to to some degree, our relationship is going to need work. Um. Mm-hmm. Do we have the emotional energy to do that? And they both kind of decide, well, when we're both back here in the States at the same time in the same city, maybe, maybe we can do it. I don't know. But by the time that happens, she's either engaged or dating or probably married. You know what I mean? So, so that's kind of, they just kind of grew apart and that's why that epilogue has such a such a significance to it because at the point that 
they see each other, it all just comes flooding back. But then it's kind of this, 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 this recognition that, you know what, this wouldn't have worked out because one of us wasn't going to get what we wanted if we stayed together. And when it comes down to it, my career and his club um, were more important than our relationship because actions speak louder than words. And so at the end, when they smile at each other, it's kind of just this recognition that, hey, you know what? I really appreciate the friend that, that I found in you, and I'm so grateful that you did all of these things to get me to this place and, and, and it kind of got me out of my comfort zone. And, you know, for, for her, it meant selling out less. And for him, it meant selling out more, uh, in order to get to the place where, uh, they needed to be. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think that that's really impactful. I like that a lot. And I, I, I like that it kind of goes with, you know, the, the second song, which I agree is, uh, uh, your friend, uh, said that that was her favorite song in the movie. I think I think that so, some, someone in the crowd is my favorite song too, just because it kind of explains the movie so well. Uh, okay. You know, because she, you know she's looking for someone in this crowd at a party, uh, but what she finds is a guy uh, in a, in a different kind of crowd, uh, and who 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 makes a lasting impact on her life, just not in the way that uh, she was expecting it to be, like some executive or something like that who was going to put her in a feature. Um, so yeah. I don't know, man, like I, I get your arguments, uh, for why it was possible that they could have fought through it or how they, it didn't, they didn't set up their stakes correctly or whatever. I, I can understand that argument, I guess, but I really, really think that it was the only way that the way the story was being told, it was really the only way the movie could end. And especially given the way they set up all the characters, even like Seb in the, in the first scene of the movie that he's in, uh, not the first scene of the movie, the first scene that he's in with his sister, she's trying to set him up with girls and he's just acting like he doesn't care about women. He doesn't want to worry about <laughs> all of it because he just wants to, he just cares about jazz. He just cares about his club. Um, so I kind of liked how it was subversive in that, like the characters had arcs, but what they wanted, like what they cared about, those things didn't change throughout the movie. That's it. That's it. Because... They, um, <clears throat> they have an arc, but then they go back to the beginning. No, what nah. is that? No, no, because they, no, not at all. Because both characters have their the thing they want. Mia wants to be an actress. Seb wants his club. That's it's set up like really, really well from the beginning. You know what the characters want in this movie. So everything that is happening in the movie is setting, is, is building towards those characters getting what they want. The whole relationship is about them spurring each other on to get what they want. Um, and at the point, at the point when they both start getting closer to what that thing is they want, that's when they start drifting apart. So once he gets the gig that's going to make him all the money, that's going to get in the club, that's when everything starts to break apart. And that's right at the same time uh, that she uh, gets her play that, that that ends up being the stepping stone to get her the big feature. So that's right. w- at, at, at the point where both of their "Quote unquote careers or whatever are are climaxing. That's when they have their big their big blow up. So, but what they've wanted throughout the movie has not changed. the The, the arcs of the film are that they oh a gosh. have to learn. So this is, no, I'm sorry, sorry. What'd you say? Finish your point. Okay. Uh, they have to learn that they're that they're not right for each other. That's one. I think that's secondary though. I think that the main 
thing that they that they both have to learn that the other teaches them is that Seb is like 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 we were saying earlier like he's really pretentious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he has to learn that it's okay to sell out a little bit if it means that ultimately you you get the thing you want. And for her, she needs to be spurred to really really like step out even if like the 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 500th time like she goes into the 500th audition uh and she's going to get laughed at or they're not going to pay attention to her she has to she has to learn to have that courage um and to be herself to to be herself right and and i think that probably uh maybe seb has the more interesting of the of the two arcs uh but since mia is sort of the main character of the movie it kind of makes up for it because hers is sort of more impactful, even though maybe his is a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Um, I think they're because, co- they're definitely co-leads. It's just that she ends up, yeah, she enters frame sooner. That's fair, and I, but I I think it's also important that at the end of the movie, the epilogue is from her perspective. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the majority of the epilogue is from her perspective. I don't think that's like accidental. Like, but I, but at the same time, I do agree that they, they are co-leads. Um, so I think that they definitely do have arcs and they're, they, they're not reverting, but in a way they're, they're reverting back in that they, they have their, just their general nature, but it's like, it's like the nature is that, oh, good. We got what we wanted. Uh, and, and it just turns out that what we wanted is not, is the thing we always wanted, but is also not what we expected in that we didn't expect that we, we weren't going to end up together. Um, but that's how it worked out, and and that's okay because we helped each other get to that to to the one thing that was set up very early on in the movie that we really, uh, really wanted. Right. Okay. And so uh, the and that's it. The okay. So the very good, very good. I I would add a round of applause here if I had a soundboard board. That was very good. Um, but uh, so the my point stands that it they didn't despite all their foreshadowing they didn't paint the the relationship into a corner that it couldn't back out of but i'm getting the sense now that la la land is actually actually has a a twist that i didn't see coming and i suppose it kind of seems like the you know the the actual conflict and and narrative of the story was not their relationship but rather their their dreams and their and their careers that that was that that was the point and but yeah. the, all of the yeah, but the relationship was like a you know a misdirect it was a it was like a red herring right and and you're supposed to kind of be on that journey along with them where they're realizing that the relationship wasn't the main thing at the same time that you're realizing the relationship isn't the main thing wow okay so there you go Awesome. So you can look at it that way, <laughs> and, I, and you can also look at it the the real simple way, which is apparently the one that I took. <laughs> that they just logically they didn't paint themselves into enough of a corner. Which again, I concede that. Like I, they nothing that happened couldn't have been worked out for for a nice happy Hollywood ending. And maybe that would have made sense because oh, it's a Hollywood, it's a throwback movie. Of course, they end up together. Uh, but I think that was like the that was the subversive element of the story was like we're gonna tell this we're gonna make this love letter to Hollywood and then the leads aren't gonna end up together and but that's gonna be why that's gonna be the impact of the movie right. twist uh, and 
twist yeah endings. and I, I i think that was good like i said anytime a story can like take me somewhere i wasn't expecting and then make me realize oh of, of course this is where it landed this makes so much sense uh that's really cool because i you know i a lot of times you see movies and you just you're running through the story beats and you're like okay and then this thing is going to happen and this thing is going to happen mm-hmm. uh so it's fun to really get kind of taken for a ride even you know like you were saying you, you didn't super like the ending of the movie but you still love the movie oh, yeah. so even if you know, you, you don't you don't like where it where it ultimately ended up. You know, a good first and second act don't necessarily get ruined because the third act is not what you wanted it to be. Um, yeah, and I'm totally. I would say that that's. I'm, yeah, I'm totally watching this movie with my heart and not my head while I'm actually watching <laughs> it. Like you're you're such a romantic, Gabe. You just want everyone to be happy and together. <laughs> I really am. It's it, that's yeah. That's all I want in life. Um, <laughs> Okay, and then just uh, I suppose the last point that I want to bring up as as mm. oh sort of an aside because we've sort of we've we've reached our uh, our conclusions here, but um, <laughs> the the part where I just want to point out that the, the part where she goes into the audition and um, which by the way most people think that's the best song. I actually my favorite is the uh, the city of stars because i can sing it and i like the whistling city and, of stars. Yeah, and i think i i can yeah. actually play it on piano like that's an actual thing that i can learn anyway um nice well done yeah, well i'm i'm getting there the so that that part <laughs> where uh she goes into the audition and they're like oh we're gonna we saw your play and it was amazing and uh we want somebody to build a an entire movie around mm-hmm. <sighs> okay first of all if you're gonna build, this is something I believe that CinemaSins brought up in their podcast, but it's but it's true. If you're gonna build a movie around an actress, you're gonna pick someone who is well known because you're selling it on the actress. You don't build yeah. a movie around Joe Schmo. You build a movie around The Rock. Yeah, that's that's the first thing. Second thing. In Infinity Wars, Avengers Infinity Wars 1 and 2 are, are being filmed right now, and they're being filmed for nine months. Mm-hmm. This is, that's two movies that are going to be two hours plus with action scenes and special effects and all this crazy, it's, it's the culmination of, you know, 10 to 15 years of a cinematic universe. Her, her- her movie's not going to take as long to shoot, is what you're saying. Yes, but it's going to take. Oh man! And I, I didn't bring this. I didn't. Uh, somebody answered me on on Twitter. Like I put, it, I put it out on Twitter, and I think they say in the movie that it's like a three month shoot. Three, three, something. Three like month that. rehearsal, four month shoot. That's what it was. Oh, is that what they said? Okay. Yes. Thank you. You jogged my memory. Uh, thanks to uh, Bagel Gabe uh, at Weird Name prod i believe on twitter thank you for that oh yeah what's up man yeah um it's it's seven months altogether which is kind of ridiculous like why do you need why do you need mia for the first part if you need to like it takes longer to write and um uh set up a movie in the first place and and this is all from a movie to like a director and a writer like they should am i just do i just not know yeah something i I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I can I can see why it it feels a little weird. I I don't I don't feel like it's like a 
weird enough thing to like kind of kill the illusion of the movie. Um, but also too, like I feel like they're cheating. With we don't that, know though. that. The, well, they're they're making it longer than it needed eh, to be. I I guess I mean that's uh, sure. <laughs> I mean fine, maybe. But again, he might not like he's still touring. Like he's he. He's but be they didn't focus on that. This is the whole Man of Steel thing. They didn't. No, focus No, they did. On that was the that was the whole that was the whole fight. That was the whole fight was about how he was just going to be gone all the time. Mm-hmm. No, she was. That was the she whole was, fight. She and then, was hurt that he was selling out. He didn't. She didn't want him to sell out. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Is that? Are, are you really happy doing new jazz?" And he's like, "I'm making right. money." They were. They. They. They were both like. They were. They were. They both had their expectations. And they and and neither of them were 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 fulfilling these expectations of the other, and so so in kind of like to gain back the power in the conversation of the relationship, they're both like now like saying, well, what you're doing is dumb, or what you're doing is dumb. Like they're 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 trying to one up each other on how they 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 don't really respect what the other one is doing. Okay, so they're um, just using petty arguments, is what you're saying? Right, because they they both expect like 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 Mia expects. Hey, once your tour is over, everything's going to go back to normal. And he's like, "Hey, since you're just here working on your silly little play, uh, you can come to Iowa or wherever it is with me for a few days." And she's like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't even think what you're doing is that exciting. I don't really want to. I I need to practice or whatever." So it just becomes a thing where now they're both kind of doing things that are like really they're both doing a, a thing that is a step that is one step removed from the the thing that they right. really want to do and so even like getting that close to it uh, is, okay. is is getting them apart from uh. each other but the other thing i w- w- was going to say was that we, i don't think in the movie they ever like even imply that she has like a main role in this movie like she could be some sort of side character maybe she's like a comic relief like bet the best friend character that they're that they're going to uh write i mean this uh, this is like a poor example because obviously she sings that song and it's very impactful and then they're like this it wouldn't make sense for it oh you're a great uh side uh comic (laughs) relief character but just just assuming it it was some sort of side character like a comic relief character they they may write for that character based on the what kind of comedy the actress is uh is comfortable uh-huh. with you know what I mean so it, it could have been something like that too but they um, say it, you're auditioning for this part and we're we want to build an uh, a movie around an actress go no they want to build a role around an actress I, I don't think they say they want to build the movie around the actress maybe they did but I'm pretty sure they how didn't. do you but get, I could be wrong okay maybe but it's like <laughs> they also have her base. I, I'm I'm holding so much power over you because I, I've yeah, seen it I hate twice. That. So I I could be just as wrong uh, or more so than you, but I, I've seen it twice. Yeah, because so I'm we'll, just, yeah, we'll go with I what I'm saying. That you remember better. Um, <laughs> but uh, the also she gets famous afterwards, and uh, how do you get famous yeah. quickly? You star in a movie that's good. That's fair. That's fair. That that I mean I'll, I'll yes you're probably right because. Like this is the first conversation where I've thought, oh, you know, maybe she wasn't okay, the main so character in that, that movie, right? So, okay, gotcha. right. I mean, I'm. It's not implied, I don't think, but it definitely like the audience infers it because I feel the like. movie implies uh, it. <laughs> you don't. Eh, 
They never say All it. Right. They never say it. So sure. I don't know. You're, but, you're inferring a lot of things uh, that the movie isn't implying, to be fair. Yeah, if, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> you're doing a, you did a lot of headcanon uh, in that but no, first I, part. I, I'm not uh, too, too long didn't read uh, I would say that I'm not too hung up on how long okay. the shoot is sure uh, even though I, I agree it does feel a little long and maybe a little convenient mm-hmm. for the story um, but uh, no it, it doesn't doesn't bother me in the way okay. that it bothers you Dave. it's just it's just a little it's it, there's a reason that I'm like a little. It's a little too long. It makes you a little uncomfortable, <laughs> a little uneasy. There's a reason that I brought it up last because it's the least important of all of the. There you go. Yeah, there you arguments. go. Maybe they were saving time for reshoots, Garbage. Gabe. No. Okay? <laughs> Maybe they were gonna use some sort of some sort of camera that they realized that the panning didn't work out so well. <laughs> they so were they, anticipating. Yeah, they, uh, they needed they needed that extra month uh, for. Uh, yeah, they were gonna use reshoots. all natural daylight and shoot in the snow and have to. <laughs> <laughs> Fights yeah. with the director. Yeah. yeah. There you <laughs> go. Star. Yep. All right. There we go. <laughs> so it's uh, if you look at it one way, it didn't. Uh, they didn't quite set it up logically enough. And another way, it's it could have only been that way, and you just didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch oh. it again, and we'll. I'll, uh, this will be a continuing saga. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like the the La La Land conversation never really is over. It just it just exactly. stops for a while. Uh, welcome back to the La La Land podcast, <laughs> where sometimes we talk about other movies. Gabe, this is uh, a <laughs> um, Gabe. This is the this is the second bargain bin uh, piece of content I've been on yeah. this week. Uh, if you can believe it. Oh, I'm never gonna let uh, Kevin live that down. I'm gonna bother him about that forever. <laughs> What's funny is what's funny is he messaged me. He was like, "Doesn't someone we know like have something bargain oh, no. bin?" And I was like, "Yeah, Gabe does, dude. You 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 stole it from him." And he was like, "No," I, I was like, "No," it's, I was like, "Man, it, it's a podcast. Your thing is YouTube. I'm sure it's fine." And then like right after that, he was like, "Oh, I just saw Gabe's tweet. Oh crap!" And I was like, "Oh, okay. I thought I thought you had seen that, and that's why you said something." He was like, "No, I just." I just thought of it. I was like, I think someone has bargain bin something. <laughs> that's earlier. amazing. I'm glad that my podcast is at the back of Kevin's head. That's that's that makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Where it belongs in the back of in Kevin's the bargain mind. bin of Kevin's mind. <laughs> in the bargain bin of Kevin's <laughs> mind. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Um, no, but it's yeah, it's fine. I, all right, this was a very productive conversation, Gabe. Absolutely, I I have a whole new outlook on on La La Land, and maybe I'll maybe I'll like it even more. That's all I wanted part, the second time. That's all I wanted. I was so mad at you listening to the, <laughs> to the podcast episode. Yeah, isn't it? <clears throat> I was like, I just I, he needs a new way of thinking about this. I thought, isn't it nice when you can just guest on other people's <laughs> podcasts and 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 talk to them about why they're wrong? I know, I love it. <laughs> I love it. The power. Like I really, what a, what a rare privilege it was to like listen to a podcast episode, completely disagree with everything I heard, and then several hours later just get to go refute it all on the podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. You don't get that. Much. <laughs> you don't get that very often. <laughs> no, I this 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 was fun. I I don't think I completely destroyed you or anything, Gabe. You you made you made a lot of very good points. Thank you. It was, it was it was very uh, even, I would say. We I think we both. It was a draw. It was a tie. Awesome. Those are the best kinds of fights. They're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, if somehow other people don't know where to find you, where do they find you, Josh? Oh, plug something you can hit small. Me up on Twitter. 
at dear uh, future Josh at dear future Josh. That's my Twitter. Okay. And what's the other Hit thing that maybe people don't know about? Uh, I have a, I have a photo blog. I'm, I'm taking a picture every day this year. Hey, Josh Taylor.com. Yes. Um, have you thought about changing your Twitter handle to that? I'm sure someone's mentioned it. No, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to change my Twitter handle every time I change my website. <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, I'll just keep to, it. Yeah. You have a point. You have a point there. Um, <laughs> it, it'll probably change again. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can find me at Game in the Box on Twitter, uh, Bargain Bin Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, when, please, someone tweet something. <laughs> no one tweets anything. Like, please interact with the show. Yeah, please. It's, uh, that's something I have to work on, uh, interaction, because it, it's a very... When I started the show, it was, it was basically just me like shouting into the void, and I it really should be uh, a conversation. But we'll work on that, dude. I I still have so much trouble like getting like interaction on things other than yeah. just like my personal Twitter. Like if you start a if you start like a social media account for like a a, a show you do or something, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I- people like to follow personalities, not like products or whatever you know what i mean yeah I and then know. i feel like my friends will get like annoyed that oh we don't care about movies like because a lot of my friends don't care about movies it drives me insane anyway <laughs> um that's the end of the show thank you guys for listening hit us up on twitter and all that and we will see you next week hopefully sorry about the last two weeks that i haven't been doing anything goodbye <laughs>